Welcome back, Hop Nation USA listeners, to another fantastic episode of the Hop Nation USA podcast. We are glad that you are here to join us to get out of the world for just a little bit, remove yourself from the strife and the struggle of the world, and to listen to us talk a little bit of beer. Hurry it along, Terry Gross. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> this is Roman Mars. <laughs> Listen, the last time we were on here, I got a little yelly. Okay. And I, 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 I admit I yelled at some people. So this is your turning over a new calm leaf. I'm trying, I'm trying to, you know, just be a little bit cooler now. Ease everybody into the fall. Yes. With some fall time autumn vibes. Yeah. Okay. Well, we're not jazz radio. <laughs> no, so we let's... are not. <laughs> no, and the beers that we're going to have are not jazz beers either. No. No. These are, oh boy. Yeah, there's a lot of heavy hitters. So, whatever. Uh, this week, we're, we're returning to a theme that we have not done in quite some time. Yes. Thanks, Corona. And that theme is we're doing a state. We haven't done a state in a long time. No, we haven't done a state in a long time because our field reporters who usually travel and bring us beer back from states have not been able to travel. <laughs> but fortunately, we've been able to acquire three beers yes. from one state. Yes. A fine state. Yes. One of the best 50 in all the land. And it's the capital of beer. It really is. It really is. It's in the heartland. It's in Big Ten country. You know it. You love it. The Badger State, Wisconsin. Hurrah. Insert fanfare here. Yeah. Well, <laughs> we'll get a fight song or something like that we can plug in there. Yeah. It's royalty free or something. Yeah. All right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We'll find something. We'll, you know what we could put in? Hmm. Polka music. No, that's ours. Mm. I know. I, look, I know they have a giant German population there, but no, that's ours. We can share, you know. No. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh, do you suddenly want to start sharing pierogies with Chicago? I already kind of do. Shut up. No, you don't tell the country about that. <laughs> oh, all right. I am learning so much in the first two minutes of this show. We got rogies, we got pretzels, we got polka. Those are our things. That's about it. Our things. Damn it. <laughs> and apparently some crippling depression from here and there. Nope, that's everybody. Aww. <laughs> oh, by the way, I'm Adam, that's Steve. Yeah, that's too. Yeah, we forgot that part. Yeah, whatever. But we got to get the beers. We got to talk Wisconsin beers. Yeah. So we got our first one lined up, and this one is from Untitled Art. Which is different from collective arts, which is something we get a lot of around here. Yes, but this is untitled art. This is their Zanzibar Chocolate Ice Cream Stout. Yeah. Out of Wanaki. Wanaki. Wisconsin. Wisconsin. That's a little bit north of, uh, of Madison. Okay, which is the actual capital of Wisconsin. Yeah. But that's not where the capital of beer is. No, it's not. Capital of beer is Milwaukee. It is. <laughs> that's where the brewers play. It's, sure. it's not just a clever name. I know. <laughs> <laughs> also, that's where Alice Cooper played in the Wayne's World movie. Mm -hmm. That's it. Yeah. I, I'm not going to make any more jokes about that. I really want to, but I'm going to take the high road. I think people can find it in enough episodes. <laughs> I'm pretty sure they can. 
So go back and re-listen to all of those episodes and find them. And then email us at hopnationusa at gmail.com and tell us every single episode where I make a Wayne's World reference. It's your Easter egg hunt. <laughs> yeah, and there will be a prize at the end. No, there won't. I didn't say it was to be a good one. Okay, as long as it's not a good one or money. <laughs> no, I was thinking like a congratulatory email. Yeah. We'll put together a meme or something. I'll draw you something in Photoshop. There you go. <laughs> Give them a, a, a dank meme or something like that. Whatever the kids <laughs> use these nowadays. Hot fire meme. Yeah, okay. It can be a hot fire meme. And speaking of hot fire, uh, Untitled Art supposed to be spitting some hot fire with this Zanzibar chocolate ice cream stout, which is 8% ABV. No idea on the IBUs. Guess what? It's a stout. doesn't matter. It's also 2020, which means it's going to be a treat. Yeah. Yeah, it's we're still sticking in the theme of treats as well. Yeah. We're doing states, we're doing treats. We're checking all the boxes here. Hells yes. It's ice cream stout. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if there's lactose in it. <laughs> Gee, I don't know. Uh. <laughs> Alright, I guess we'll get this loaded up. Steve, you did a fine job of pouring this up. Yes, it looks very nice. <laughs> this is the best one you've done on this show so far. Hooray. <laughs> <laughs> and guess what it looks like? Uh, it looks like a stout. It looks like a stout. Although it's a little bit lighter than other stouts. It is not the abyss of others that we have had in the past. It is actually surprisingly, I'm not saying translucent, but you can see more color around the rim. Yes. It has like a dark uh, reddish brown. Mm-hmm. But it just on, on the general, it's, it's, it's stout. Yeah, still stout. Yeah. On the nose, you get a lot of chocolate. Oh, yeah. This is chocolate milk, which makes sense because it's an ice cream stout. Yeah. With Zanzibar chocolate. Yeah. We had we had that four hands chocolate stout, right? Yes. Yes, we did. Yeah. I that's think that good. was fairly similar. That's good. <laughs> I think I think that's kind of like our base. Just because I've seen a lot of people on social media have been going off about four hands lately. I've seen that as well. I mean, four hands makes good stuff. Yeah, I guess I, I guess maybe their distro got bigger or something. Maybe. But there's a lot of people who've discovered their stout, so hmm. But I, I just remember having it and being very chocolatey. So. Yes, and uh, being very happy to have four hands in my one hand. Yeah. So we'll see how this Zanzibar chocolate ice cream stout from Untitled Art yes. stacks up to it. I mean, I like it. I do, too. What I, what I find, honest, not necessarily surprising, but what I find different about it is it is not just a straight-up chocolate bomb. And it is not just alcoholic chocolate milk. But it does have a level of roastiness to it as well, of a classic stout. Yeah. Yeah, it, it, I guess it somewhat betrays itself because it's calling ice, chocolate ice cream stout. And so I'm expecting, you know, like gross, sickeningly sweet pastry bomb. And it's not. It's not, yeah. It's, it doesn't approach those levels. But I am more than okay with that. Yeah, no, it tastes... It tastes very similar to, um, like, melted chocolate ice cream mm-hmm. in a bowl. Yeah. Like it does taste a lot like that, but it also does have, like, a, a, a stouty roastiness to it. So, yeah. To me, it was if you took some chocolate ice cream, some of that, that melted chocolate ice cream that was in the bottom of the bowl, mm-hmm. and you uh, mixed that with half a cup of coffee. Okay. And mixed that all together. So it was a really chocolatey cup of coffee. Okay, yeah. That's how I would describe this, and me being a coffee fan <laughs> and, a, and a chocolate ice cream fan. Are I, you not a chocolate ice cream fan? No, I am a chocolate ice cream oh. fan. I'm also a coffee fan. 
Oh, I guess maybe I didn't consider you a coffee fan. <laughs> I'm not. I, I enjoy my coffee. I'm not a, a an aficionado. Okay, I, I know. Say, I like, knows what I likes. Okay, I was gonna say like Kelsey is a coffee fan. That's who I. Yeah. <laughs> oh no, no. Yeah, okay. I I am not trying to put myself into that echelon. Okay. I, get me a light, you know, a light roast, some coffee, some some creamer, some sugar. I'm good. Okay. I, I like that, but I am not to that level of okay. others on the show. All right. Fair enough. Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't doesn't come off uh, roasty or bitter uh, like a coffee for me. Oh. It just it just doesn't approach that for me. Okay, but I also cold brew and drink black. Well, so. that's that's it. <laughs> that's the other thing is uh, I I am always a creamer and sugar guy, mm-hmm. so yeah. I always like to take the edge off. Right, and this just does that for me more so. Yeah, like the edge had already been taken off, and now we're putting chocolate milk on top of it. Yeah, that's why. That's why I mean. The divert just a second, but that's like why? that's why I like those bones coffees because they come in those goofy ass flavors. Oh, okay. But I can just cold brew those, and then they have the goofy ass flavor in there, mm-hmm. and I don't have to add cream or sugar. I can just drink, you know, black cold brew mint chocolate chip, and then he's just just eliminating steps, right? And that's good for me. <laughs> <laughs> eliminating steps, eliminating mess. Yeah. Basically, I try to drink coffee as similar to stouts and vice versa. <laughs> I mean, that's not a bad policy to have, I'll Mm-mm. be honest. Mm-mm. It's the same flavor profiles throughout my life. <laughs> but yeah, this is, this is pretty good. Yes, I like this. I, uh, I am a fan. Same. Well done, Untitled Art. Hurrah. You did the good thing. You did a good thing. <laughs> you gave us treats, and we enjoyed our treats. <laughs> Thank you for making 2020 just a little bit better. Just a little bit better. <laughs> All right, time to move on. To 2020, news, notes, and neat, and ah, oh, hell, what happened now? The 179th edition of News, Notes, and Neat. <laughs> <laughs> we're nothing if we're not consistent. Yeah. Well, and all oh, what hell happened now? <laughs> Two weeks ago, we talked about Guinness releasing a 0% ABV stout. And guess what? You get send it back. Send it all back. Oops. Been recalled. Yeah, apparently there was a, uh, a potential microbiological contamination uh, whenever they canned those little buggers. Right. Well, they canned little buggers with the... <laughs> <laughs> That's the problem. They got in there. No, it's supposed to be little buggers in the can. That's not great. That's not a good start for the, uh, the Guinness 0.0. Yeah, it's not not a good start. That's tripping over your laces. Yeah, exactly. So if you do have that, uh, that would mean, number one, you're still in Europe. Right. Well, if you do have it, it means you're only in the UK. Yes. Because I guess apparently it wasn't even being sold in, like, Northern Ireland or other parts of Ireland yet. It was just, like, Britain. It was almost like like Britain was just sort of a a test region. Right. Which is weird. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> I guess that would be... Our- I, don't, I don't think that's weird, per se, because Irish people, I would not expect to get into 0.0. No, but and the other thing is that's, that's just my Americanism coming in yeah. into play, because that would be like releasing a beer in Kentucky. Right. It's the you know, same landmass, same population kind of thing. Right. It's still a wide distribution. It's just not everything. Yeah. Well, that happens all the time in America, though, where like Taco Bell and KFC and shit, they test... They test foods in weird markets that you... We, just, we yeah. just talked about that last week with Panera Bread. Right. And their their collaboration with Boulevard. That at least makes sense in in the fact that Boulevard is a pretty big brewery. 
Yes. So they just picked a big brewery to pair with. Mm-hmm. I don't get like when they test like the, the new menu items. Like mixed spaghetti? Yeah, in podunk wherever. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I don't know. For some reason, Ohio gets that a lot. Yeah, they get it a lot. And I don't know why. But maybe that's the point is if it doesn't sell in Ohio, then why would you expect it to sell anywhere else? I guess that actually makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Yeah. Now, that, now that we've worked through it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we are not ad men on this show. That is for Hell damn no. sure. Hell no. <laughs> Look, they have years and years of marketing and testing behind them. We're just like, <laughs> why do it there? Do it here. The only thing we ever got was the Arby's venison burger. We did. That shit was bomb. Ah, well, expensive, though. <laughs> well, I mean, it is venison. Yeah. That shit ain't cheap. Venison should be more cheap. It's good food. Well, I mean, you know, you go down the right highway at the right time. Yeah. It's free. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And you don't even have to send it back. Like this Guinness 0.0. Yeah. Get your bad beers back. Get your money back. Uh, Hopefully they'll try it again. I didn't see if they were going to re-release stuff or what they were going to do. Obviously, the stuff that is potentially contaminated, they're going to destroy. But I didn't didn't see when they're going to re-up distribution because right now it is... Canning has stopped. Mm. Installed. Hmm. Ain't making no more right now. Hmm. Yeah, I, the thing is, they didn't even say like what possible microbiological thing got into the beer. It, who knows? It could be a guy just standing there spitting in every can. Right. It, it could, could be, be as simple as that. Yeah. <laughs> I really hope not, because that's a real shit move. Yeah. I mean, that's a shitbird thing to do, but you know, there's also been like mice and rats and things in Mountain Dew, so I don't know. That's true. And thumbs. And thumbs. <laughs> <laughs> Every now and then something gets caught in the machine. So yeah. it happens. <laughs> yeah. And whatever the the United Kingdom's equivalent of OSHA is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, is Ireland is OSHA. Ireland <laughs> No no no. The oh, equivalent no. to OSHA is is P O S H A. Ah. It's Pasha. Pasha. <laughs> it's Pasha. Is Ireland? Ireland is not part of the United Kingdom. I think. Yes, I, is, it is. is Ireland it? is. Ireland and Scotland are part of the United Kingdom. Scotland and England are part of Britain because that's the island. Okay. All right. And then England is just England. I get. I get all confused on that. It's such. Yeah. It's such a goofy ass. I'm a dumb Yankee. Right. I'll admit it. Yeah. <laughs> but we won, so they can <laughs> shut up. I'm stuck in my dumb Yankee ways. <laughs> we won, so they can shut up. <laughs> Uh, that's right. And that's why baseball is better than cricket. Mm-hmm. Although I think I probably would be more likely to play cricket at this point in my life. Well, yeah, you don't have to run near as much. I know, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that's the point. And then I think they have tea during the whatever seventh inning stretch equivalent is. Yeah, and I'm in the tea. <laughs> See? All right, so... I, 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 didn't, I, I didn't besmirch the name of cricket. No, but you're really turning into a real red coat here. Mm, or a Tory. <laughs> ah, <laughs> Start calling you Steve Cornwall. How do you like that for an upstate New York reference? That's fine. Call me old Benedict. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, shit. All right. Uh, What else do we want to talk about? You want to talk about Brewbound? Do I? (laughs) (laughs) No, do I? Yeah, we can. All right, let's talk about Brewbound. What's what's that all about? it's It's an industry thing. And so, I don't know, try not to tune out too much because this could help breweries in your area. Yes. <laughs> and that is, that is something we would like to champion. Right. The, the, there may be misgivings with Brewbound in general and the way they partner with AB and Bev. People may have a problem with that. But overall, this is an industry-wide thing that I, I personally think. Other brewers can tell me <laughs> I'm a dummy. 
Yeah. Feel free to email me at hopnationusa <laughs> at gmail.com if you think this is a bullshit thing to get involved with. And if you do, please put that in the subject line. Yeah. <laughs> Just really let me know how stupid I am. But from my perspective, uh, there's the Brewbound Pitch Slam coming up this year. Mm. And it's like the 12th annual version of it. And the Pitch Slam is basically an opportunity for people who either, uh, for people who already have a business and are looking to grow it with investors. So this is something that happens in a lot of different industries, mm-hmm. which is why I'm I'm not against this one yet, just because I know it happens in other industries. Yes, <laughs> with success. Right, because it happens, I would say it happens a lot in the film industry, mm-hmm. uh, but your basic thing is you go in and you pitch your product or your business, or you know if it's a movie, you can pitch a script or whatever you have ready. Mm-hmm. And you're basically seeking investorship. I am so disappointed. How's that? They didn't call it Stout Tank. (laughs) Right? Why don't you call it Stout Tank? Right? Or Bright Tank? Come on! You have all all these terms, and you call it Pitch Slam! Boom, bam! Come on. Like, I guess it kind of still fits, because Pitch, Yeast. I guess. Still kind of there, but Mm. Pitch Slam is such just a ripoff of... Like slam dance. I mean, like, that sounds like you're gonna volleyball spike your your yeast. Yeah. <laughs> pitch slam. Do you really need to do that in the fermenter? Or a soccer thing because it's played on a pitch. Oh yeah. Well, yeah, yeah but we're Americans. So. Pitch slam. That's a that's an old EA game. <laughs> pitch slam where they tried to make soccer cool. It's like, uh, oh, what was that NFL? Well, not NFL Blitz. Was it NFL Blitz where it was? Uh, Blitz was an EA, but there was NFL Street, and then I think there also was Soccer Street. Okay. Yeah, but it was just trying to make things cool and arcadey. But yeah, the Brew Brown Pitch Slam, uh, it, it's going to occur December 8th and 10th. With uh, December 8th, they take the 12 semifinalists mm-hmm. that they've chosen from all the submitted applications. Okay. And then you're going to have a two-minute chance to pitch your business in a virtual uh, business Makes sense. Like it's a it's a virtual meeting this year. You obviously. get to zoom it in. Yeah, you get to zoom two minutes of your business, and it'll be like industry people uh, and then investors. Do your best to sell your business. So I'm curious, since it is a, an internet bound thing, if people are able to tune in and watch live as well. Like, can you can you dip into the stream? Yes. Really? Yeah. It's a, it's going to be free to watch. That's awesome. And it, it will, so like, even if you're not necessarily a judge, mm-hmm. you know, say you're an angel investor and you just want to check out brewery businesses. And you can snipe the ones that quote unquote didn't win. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I so, like that. Yeah. And so you can just learn about that and it gives exposure to startups. Yeah. In that way. Absolutely. So yeah, it is free to just tune into it. Uh, application deadline is Monday the 23rd. Okay. And then there's also other requirements. So, like, it's not for entry-level businesses that are just starting. Mm-hmm. You have to have, like, a proven amount of revenue. Okay, so, yeah. Yeah. It, it, it's basically meant to help smaller, like, small established businesses get bigger. Makes sense. Instead of just starting, you know, being a startup, you already have to be. Right. And it could also be argued that it's just the way for AB InBev to find their next acquisition. <laughs> Maybe. But I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt. You can give them the benefit of the doubt, but there have been acquisitions there. from companies that have already won this. So, yeah. so <laughs> here's your grain of salt. Yeah. Uh, 
To go along with that, though, the finalists, I believe they're going to receive a $10,000 advertising package. Oh, okay. So that's pretty good, and that's helpful. Like, that can produce some of those nice southern tier and New Belgium-level ads. Yeah, and they can also take some of that money to uh, send some of their beer to us. Do that, too. So we can have it on the show. <laughs> that's a very small part of $10,000. That's right. <laughs> we, you know what? Well, It's like half a percent. Yeah, to get an exposure to Midwestern PA <laughs> and Virginia. Well, and this week, Wisconsin. In Wisconsin. I'm sure some you know Wisconsin listeners will tune in. Hell yeah. We also have listeners in Texas and California. So Actually, we have listeners all over these United States. Yeah, all over. Uh, just not like the Dakotas. They really hate us. They do. <laughs> they really hate us. That's all right. Uh, the, uh, the 12 semifinalists, though, they also just get a uh, subscription to Brewbound, and that also allows them into another event that is like a speed dating investor program that happens uh, later. Oh, okay. Yeah. This sort of a hop from table to table kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Right. You just got to move room to room, and then you can do another pitch, but it's not as focused on judging or anything. It's just more of a meetup. Gotcha. Yeah. FaceTime. Right. Just right. able to FaceTime. Yeah. Nice. So I, I think that's interesting, and if you know, like, I don't know, go ahead and look up all the requirements. If you have a brewery or if you know a brewery you think might fit those requirements and you would like to see them expand, send them towards Brewbound, or if you think this whole thing's a scam, send me an email. <laughs> <laughs> With explicit detail as to why. Yeah. Because even though there are some, I, like I was saying, within film and video games and stuff like that there are pitch slams mm-hmm. for those as well there are also scam ones in there as well so <laughs> hopefully this is one of the good ones hopefully it's a good i'm sure it's a good one because again like i said there's already been acquisitions like ab InBev puts their fucking name on this yeah they're not gonna <laughs> they're not gonna dick around yeah the only scam is just maybe they're looking for whatever they want to <laughs> buy <laughs> if you don't want to watch it don't watch it if you do want to watch it watch it i i i would half be interested simply because they're not calling just for breweries. Mm -hmm. They're calling for like any kind of beverage company. Okay. So like if it's a kombucha company or a THC infused beverages. Or you can get into your wines and your meads and your ciders. mm -hmm. Yeah. So if somebody has like a a new interesting idea, you might get a, like a heads up. Right on. On like what could be the future of beverages. Mead's going to take over 2022. Fuck yeah. I keep seeing ads for Havoc Mead. I have never had them. Neither have I. Well, they're not in state, but they'll ship to us. Oh. I think I might have to grab like you and Eric and Nikki and split like an order of like three different four packs. I, I'm okay with that. I know you would be. You just <laughs> but I mean, we got, we got Apis. Yeah. We got Kingview. Yeah. That's good as Mead. Yeah. We also got Laurel Highlands and we don't get them that much. That's true. But they here. But Havoc's in cans. I do like cans. It's cans. That's a good point. It's my only selling point. <laughs> All right, I, I, you know what? I'll take it. Okay. I'll, I'll take it. I like, I like things in cans. Okay. It's worth checking out. <laughs> and you know where you need to put your money elsewhere? Where's that? Stouts. Okay. I can do that, too. You know what kind of stouts? What kind of stouts? All the stouts are going to be released on Black Friday. Hell yeah. Big fat ass stouts coming out. Because it's 2020, everybody needs treats. Yeah. To get us through this. Yeah. Well, I th- hopefully they've made extra this year. 
because it's really become a business model for everybody to release big fat ass stouts on Black Friday. It has. And I am okay with that because that's more reason for me to go get those fat boy treats. Yeah. So I think it started with Bourbon County Stout. That was in what, 10, 15 years ago? At least 2010. Yeah. 2010 is, I think, when they first started doing the lineups and such. Okay. But to tie this into our state theme oh, of Wisconsin. Very nice. Looping it back in. Yes. To tie it in, uh, Lakefront, they we know them. We've had them before. We enjoy their beers. Oh, yes. We especially enjoy their winter uh, Christmas ale. Mm. That's a that's a real knockout. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is. That's a long winter's nap. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Lakefront, uh, they have their 2020 Black Friday stout. Nice. Unfortunately, they're not going to have the party. No lineups. No lineups, no party, no, no nothing. No shakeup. They're just going to release the 2020 Black Friday as well as its variants of a barley wine and the Christmas. And they're just going to release it the distro. Oh, so they're not even going to have like a uh, virtual line or anything like that? No, not really. Yeah. It, lo- it, it just looks like they decided to go eh, with. <laughs> I get it. Just like, eh, just put it out the distro. I get it. Whoever can get it can get it. If not, that's on you. Yeah. You knew the rules. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of other breweries in the area that are still going to do it, uh, still going to have some sort of event for their big releases. Okay. I found an article in the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel. Mm-hmm. It just lists all the events. A so. fine rag. <laughs> so if you're in Wisconsin or plan on traveling, <laughs> and you want to go to Sheboygan or Omonakawaka, I, don't, I think that was right. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't even have it written down. Uh, is this off the top of your head? <laughs> yeah. Nice. I know Sheboygan has a brewery that's doing the big release. And we'll say Oshkosh, too. There's well, got to be something in Oshkosh. Possibly. But, yeah, it, there there's different varying events, and you can check out what the rules are going to be for those. Mm. But Lakefront, unfortunately, is just they're just scrapping it. We don't like it, but we totally get it. Yeah, totally get it. Yep, not fault them for it. Yeah. Uh, on the other hand, back to the Bourbon County Stout, yes. they're not scrapping everything, but they are scrapping the lines. Because, again, the big concern is they don't want people asses to elbow in line. And then the big thing that always happens mm-hmm. at these releases is sharing. Yes, bottle sharing. Hey, I brought X and Y and Z. Oh, yeah. I brought ones and twos and threes. Boy, oh, boy, I hope you like kissing the person two, <laughs> two people up and two people back from you. Because <laughs> that's what's going to happen. Yeah, that's about what happens. <laughs> So, yeah, Bourbon County Stout, they're doing away with that for the release. Okay. I know I'm saying Bourbon County Stout, but I just don't care about Goose Island. Because that's the only one you need to worry about. Yeah, there's only one beer you care about from them, and it's that one. Right. Admit it to yourself if you haven't (laughs) already. Uh, But they're doing, like, online lotteries and curbside pickup. Okay. Yeah. And they're also going to do some distro release as well, but... I mean, I mean, I get that. Yeah. And then... There's what's happening in Pittsburgh. Hooray, local news. Local news, tying it all back. November 27th, 28th, and 29th, mm-hmm. Couch is having their Black At. The Black At. The Black At. Nice. And the Black At event is going to be 10 stats. Yeah. 10 stats on tap. Nice. And you come in, you pay $30, mm-hmm. and you get a seat. Yeah. And you get a flight of four. Yeah. And then a pint of 16. Oh. Yeah, a, you know, a pint of 16 ounces. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> and you get a meal. Mm. You get all that for $30. You get a 90-minute session. Then you get to fudge out. 
Hey, you get the fudge out because, yeah. <laughs> All right. Because they're only having 30 people in the brewery at once. Okay. All right. So they are doing it as best as they can. They are right. being responsible. Yeah, they're doing it the best they can. And uh, if you've been in couch, you know they have the space. Yes. To yes. distance 30 people inside. Yeah. So. There, it will not be asses to elbows in there. Right. But, yeah, they're, they're selling uh, ticket sessions, and then they're going to have 10 stouts on tap. Yeah. Including, uh, let's see, including that Sofa Commando that we've had. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Tiki Torch is back, which I have had is good. I don't know if I've had the Tiki Torch or not. I don't know if you've had it or not. I, I haven't had enough couch beers. <laughs> well, here's which the Which is to say, I've, you can never have enough couch beers. Well, uh, Raspberry Duvet is also coming back. I have had that one. I am a fan of that. Okay. So you're, you're going to be able to buy a lot of these beers as nice. well. So I, I believe all 10 are going to be in cans, but Darren or Bobby Nacho can feel free to correct me on this. <laughs> correct I'll, the record. I'll just back up the U-Haul truck and say, yeah. pallets, please. <laughs> if you if you look at the trailer, it seems, they used all the can art, so I'm assuming the can, all <laughs> they're all going to be in cans, but they're definitely all going to be on tap. Excellent. Well. Excellent. So, yeah. I say check it out. 10 I mean, 10 stout variants, they do stouts very well. You've already heard me talk about the Sofa Commando. Mm-hmm. So at least that one's worth going and getting. And then they have one called the Four Horsemen. <laughs> that sounds dangerous already. Uh, yeah, well, it sounds dangerous. And then it's, you know, uh, uh, good old WCW reference. <laughs> well, Arn Anderson up in this piece. Yeah. Uh, but I don't know what the style is. It's not going to be a raspberry wheat. No, it's not going to be. Yeah, it's a stout, but I just don't know what. what's the hook on it. I don't know yet. <laughs> Tiki Torch is coconut. <laughs> raspberry duvet, raspberry. Mm-hmm. Four horsemen, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what the hook is. Maybe it's just a blend of the nine other. <laughs> just jet fuel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, check awesome. that one out. Uh, I, I don't know that I'll go to the event, but I'll do my best to pick up some of the cans. Damn Skippy. Yes. Because they make good stouts. They do good make good stouts. Put that on a t-shirt. Couch. We make good stouts. Yeah, well, they put it on a t-shirt. I'm not their <laughs> design department. They have one. That's true. <laughs> That's true. They do good stuff there, too. Oh, man. Yeah, and that does tie in with one last little note I wanted to talk about. Uh-huh. So you said that the uh, the blackout was like November 27th, 28th, and 29th. Uh-huh. Uh, November 29th is Small Brewery Sunday. Neat. Which ties in with Small Business Saturday. Neat. Um, This is the second annual. I think it's the Brewers Association's putting that on. So if you want to go support your local brewery, your small brewery, and I know that you want to because you are a good person. Sure. No, they're a good person. Sure. I don't don't know. You're not talking to me, so. Hey, you know what? (laughs) Every once in a while, somebody just needs to be told that they're a good person. Yeah, but not me. (laughs) And so today, the listener gets to hear that, that they are a good person. Oh, good. I'm proud for them yes. good for them steve you get it i one hope day they too. i hope they had a good time <laughs> <laughs> i hope you enjoyed yourself you got to learn that today you're a good person you are a good person <laughs> in one form or another i don't think there's very many complete assholes out there so in one form or another listener you are a good person <laughs> i don't sign off on adam that's fine <laughs> statement. that's fine i think a lot of you are real scumbag <laughs> <laughs> Uh, thank you, Yang. But Yang is talking right now. <laughs> but, but yeah, small business or small brewery Sunday. Go buy some small brewery wares. 
Go buy some merch. Go buy some of their beers. Go support them. They've had a rough enough 2020 as it is. Yeah. Everybody had a rough 2020. We didn't. Black Friday is fucking a month now. I know. I <laughs> Black know. Friday started three weeks ago. <laughs> well, that's because everybody's got to get their shit shipped out. Right. Yeah. Everybody's shipping stuff and you're just buying everything online. So I don't know. Whatever. Retail. Do. I don't care. <laughs> I'm not going to buy anything. <laughs> as long as you buy something on Small Brewery Sunday. Yeah. That, that's the thing. Just continue to support Small Business Saturday and Small Brewery Sunday. Right. Because those are the places that really need it. Best Buy doesn't need you to buy a fucking TV last week. No, not at all. Or maybe they did. I don't know. I don't know what Best Buy's situation is. I have no idea. I can't remember the last time I stepped foot in Best Buy. Exactly. Yeah. Maybe Best Buy is not the best example. No. (laughs) They could be going the way of a circuit city. I don't think they're going to go the way of a circuit city. I have no idea. Um, But yeah, Walmart and Amazon does not need you to buy stuff. No, you don't need to spend your Bezo bucks. Yeah. Buy shit off Etsy or an actual small business website support. Please. <laughs> that. Thank you. Yes. That. Support people who need it. And speaking of fucking Bezos doesn't need it. <laughs> Look, I'm a terrible perpetrator. I just bought a nice new fucking camera light off there. I know. But I can't help it. Because I was looking at shit on Amazon. You know what? I had the thought of I shouldn't be looking here, but it's so convenient. Yeah. And that's that's again, that's the American in me. Yeah, it's so I convenient. want it all and I want it now. Well, and just, I don't want to go out. There's that too. I don't want to leave the house to go to one store for one bespoke item that they may or may not have. Right. And risk getting sick from some idiot. <laughs> yes. But we're not going to get into that right now. God damn you all. All you sick people are killing small business. Scumbags. <laughs> <laughs> have you stepped off of your soapbox yet? No, I live up there. <laughs> I have a pedestal made of marble and stouts. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. I've built it myself. <laughs> it's what I did with my COVID time. <laughs> built a stout pedestal. Yeah. <laughs> and this one I will add to the throne. Yes. <laughs> yes, I will add this Zanzibar chocolate ice cream stout to the throne. It needs to be added. Is it like the like the Game of Thrones throne mm-hmm. where it's just got... Yeah, it's just stout cans. Stout cans. I stout like cans. it. Oh, son of a bitch. That's good. <laughs> oh, just, that's real good. Just all stout cans. <laughs> and, then, and then I just sit on the throne and say, stout season is coming. And I say it whenever. It doesn't matter. Because all weather is stout weather. Exactly. It doesn't matter when I say it. <laughs> right, because it's true. Yeah. It's, all, it's always coming and it's always here. Yes. Deal uh, with it. But this untitled art... Good beer. I like it. Would drink it again. Uh, as it warmed up, it actually got a little more chocolatey. It did. It did. Uh, my problem was I kept drinking it, so I didn't leave that much to warm up. But right. I did have a little bit left. Yeah. And I, you are yeah. correct on that On that last drink that I had. Yeah. It's good. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I still think maybe that forehand was a little more chocolatey, chocolatier. Yes, but that that's just kind of, you know, that's not better or worse. No, no, it's, it's not better different. or worse. That's just a comparison. Yeah, agreed. They are both fine beers that I would be willing to have again and add to the stout throne. Right. Yes. All right. Well, what uh, what do you say we take a break? Mm-hmm. Get another one lined up? Yeah. We'll be back talking things. Talking the history of Wisconsin. From beginning to end. From beginning to end. And there may or may not be some accents. And we just lost all the listeners. <laughs> Italian accents. <laughs> and we're gonna lose all of our internet access. We're gonna get no Italian off. accents are fine. If I said Chinese accents, that would be bad. That would be so. Let's not bad. do that. <laughs> all right, we're done until we come back in 35 seconds. Okay, bye. First Sip Brew Box is a one of a kind subscription service for craft beer lovers based right here in Pittsburgh. 
Every month, First Sip will send you a box full of craft beer enthusiast essentials, including t-shirts, glassware, and even food. Right now, our friends at First Sip Brew Box have an offer for you. Just sign up for a three-month subscription and get your fourth month free. Just enter the code HOPUSA when you sign up at firstsipbrewbox.com. That's H-O-P-U-S-A at checkout to get your fourth month free at firstsipbrewbox.com. Welcome back, everybody. This is episode 179 of the Hop Nation USA podcast. We are going to the beautiful state of Wisconsin for this episode. All episode. Yes, this is all Wisconsin all the time, except for the parts that aren't. Right. Except for the parts where I'm doing Pittsburgh accent because I've drank too much. <laughs> Yay, that should be the second half of segment two and all of segment three. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> A little bit right now, just because. <laughs> it leaked out, and that's okay. <laughs> yeah, it leaks out. <laughs> Starts wavering. <laughs> all right. We need to get our, our second beer up and running. So, Steve, what do we got? Our next beer comes to us from the Octopi. The Octopi? The Octopi. Mm. Yeah, it doesn't really say, you know, like octopi brewing or anything. It just says octopi. We go to the octopi. We go to octopi. I like that. Sounds like a secret society. Yes. Uh, The octopi, Mm. they have produced a double maple imperial morning stout. That's a lot of words that I like. Yeah, it's a whole lot of words that are good. Here's some more. Imperial milk stout Mm -hmm. with coffee Mm -hmm. and maple syrup. Mm -hmm. 11%. (laughs) Oh, jeez. Goose juice. <laughs> oh, boy. It's going to be a fun morning tomorrow. Hell yeah. <laughs> so where where is the octopi out of? Wisconsin. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> they, are, they are also out of Wanakee, Wisconsin. Really? Like Untitled Art. Yep. How the hell did we pull that off? Yeah, I picked them. Yeah, Because right, I saw sense. fat stouts and I said yes. <laughs> <laughs> and did you know that they call themselves the only Wanakee in the world? Oh, that's good. Good for them. Octopi is also a proud partner of Clean Wisconsin. That makes sense. Yeah. I would like a clean Wisconsin. I would too. I would also like a clean Pennsylvania and a clean America. I would like to keep Pennsylvania beautiful. There you go. That's the one. That's the slogan. John Fetterman owes me $3 now. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, who's taking over that PA Treasury uh, Twitter? I don't know. Is it me? (laughs) Sure. Can I have it? It is now. Dear John Fetterman, can I please? <laughs> I too will post about <laughs> red pandas and call them cats. Uh, you're, just, you're just there to start Wawa Sheets fights. Hell yeah. <laughs> That's a lot of gladiatorial shit for me. <laughs> just fighting for my amusement. <laughs> Meatball hoogies, go! <laughs> Fight for my amusement. <laughs> Impress me. <laughs> Who's more likely to put mozzarella sticks on a meatball hoagie? <laughs> I think Redding's a dark horse for that one. Mm, I did it too. but <laughs> we, all, we all have. We've all done it before. <laughs> Those are sad sandwiches. <laughs> well, yes and no. Yeah, yes and no. I mean, you're sad, so you have that sandwich, so you're not sad. Right. Yeah. 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 It's how it works. They're sad solvers. <laughs> problem solvers. Modern <laughs> solutions for modern problems. Uh, speaking of uh, modern solutions, we need to get into this beer by the Octopi. Yes. Time to open it up. Once again, Steve, you have outdone yourself with the pour of this beer. I know. It was fantastic. It looks nice and stouty. There was no head on this beer. No, there really wasn't. But <laughs> I mean, I kind of get that. I get it too. It's just there was no head, yeah. like at all. It just. 
poured, and then that was it. <laughs> <laughs> no fanfare, no nothing. Yeah. Just here's your booze. Just a bunch of syrup dropped dropped in the glass. <laughs> I like it straightforward. Yeah. Uh, it 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 is a skosh doc darker than. Uh, I would say than, more than a skosh. Than the untitled art. I would say a lot more than a skosh. All right, like four skoshes. Four skoshes. So we talked about it last week mm-hmm. about my new method of testing how dark stouts are. Ah, uh, yes, with your light. Yes, with my new camera light, I just turn it up to a hundred, mm-hmm. see what comes through. Yeah, not shit was coming through. <laughs> okay, then I could I could turn, and you'll probably see it on the photos and the social medias. Mm-hmm. But I could turn the Zanzibar into like a deep cherry red. Yes, this is just black. Oh, black. <laughs> well, okay then. Photos don't lie. Yeah. Especially after Photoshop. Molasses. <laughs> it is. Yeah. Uh, with it being poured out, it was it was thick. Yeah. This is two C's. Molasses the beer. <laughs> yes. And on the nose, oh boy. So I like it. There's a lot of coffee mm-hmm. and a little bit of maple. Yeah. But I don't smell a whole lot of booze. No, and that can be dangerous. Yes. I have a feeling this beer is very dangerous. Yes. And I'm okay with that. Like Buster Rhymes. He's got that song, Dangerous. Oh, okay. So dangerous. <laughs> Don't go any further. Can't get sued. Wow, that is thick. That's thick? Oh, yeah. It's good. It's stout. It's treats. It is treats again. But we had that maple beer not too long ago. We had the Omnipolo Agamemnon. Ah, uh, yes. yes. Which yes, was, yes. you know, the seven-hour boil maple syrup. Mm-hmm. Fucking nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> this is not a nightmare, though. No, this isn't a nightmare, but it also does not pull off the maple flavor the same way the Agamemnon does. It doesn't. It does have a, a certain level of sweetness to it, though. Yeah, it's yeah, it's sweet. It's thick. Like it hits every other note mm-hmm. that you expect out of this, out of an eleven percent coffee stout. I'm just, I'm just not getting the maple. That's all. This thing is barely a stout. It's borderline soup. Yeah, that's <laughs> <laughs> slurry. Uh, stews. <laughs> this is almost a bisque. Yeah, bisque. Octopi bisque. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> I, I will also say, though, for 11%, don't get the Bernie burn. No. No, this is, uh, this is definitely in danger territory. I feel like I don't have to take a Tums. No. <laughs> tonight. No. I'll be okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll see. Maybe the third beer is Tums City. It, but <laughs> yeah, exactly. It could just come in and be like, remember you said the segment two? Guess what? Yeah, fucking tricked you. <laughs> But no, this is a good beer. I like this. Well done, Octopi. Indeed, indeed. Yeah, it's, it's got a real... There's a roastiness on the back end. A little bit. Not as much as the Untitled Art. Really? I, th- I think it's actually more. I do not. Okay. All right. well, whatever. That's honorable <laughs> men can differ. Yeah, that's fine. But it's there. Yes. That we agree upon. It is. It is. Uh, you know what else is there? Huh. The state of Wisconsin. It's always there for us. I, <laughs> I don't know that it's always there for us. I've never seen it gone. I don't think, well, okay, sure, yeah. <laughs> sure, it didn't pick up and leave. It no. didn't defect to Canada at any point. No. no that not, we know of. Not yet. <laughs> at least in our lifetimes. <laughs> As of this recording, we don't know what's going to happen between the recording and when this is released. Oh, yeah, sure. 2045, you know, Wisconsin and North Dakota could get absorbed <laughs> into Canada. <laughs> so they're just going to leave Minnesota there in between and sort of like a tooth hanging down? Yep. All right. Can't take Minnesota. That's the chef's hat. That is true. That is part of the uh, the, the chicken chef. Yeah. The Canadians appreciate that. Me they too. think that's funny and they don't, they don't want to take a chef Don't hat mess away. with it. Yeah. 
They either take the whole shaft or nothing. <laughs> it's a package deal. It's a package deal. With that in mind, though, we are doing a state episode, and for those of you who have not heard a state episode from us, we like to feature a little bit of the history of that state, as well as some of the neat facts and figures about the breweries yes. in that state, just to give you an overall profile yes. of what beer is like. Beer in Wisconsin. Do they have it? Do they have it? Do they like it? <laughs> hey, is Wisconsin in the beer? <laughs> Should have been probably close to a series finale episode. <laughs> it really should have been. This should have been like the last one before Pennsylvania. Right. It should have either been the last one or should have been the first one. Because right. it's pretty much a fucking layup. <laughs> it is. It really is. But Corona. So whatevs. Let's go into the 2019 stats of Wisconsin. Okay. It is home to 205 breweries. That makes sense. Yeah. Where does that rank rank in? Ranks in? at 14th in the union. That makes sense. Yeah, it's not not too too bad. Uh, but if you break it down to per capita, it's 4.7 breweries per 100,000 people. Ah, okay. And that actually has them ranking higher than Pennsylvania. Really? Which PA has 400 plus breweries. Daggum. So they, they do more per capita. Mm. And then Lord knows how many fucking bars. <laughs> All of them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, they produce... 880,000 barrels a year. Hmm. And that puts them 11th in the union in production. Nice. Yeah. So they they have a pretty nice deal going on. They know what they're doing up there. <laughs> yeah. They get, and again, this is from the Brewers Association. So that's all craft numbers. Yes. We're not getting into the Miller Coolers. Right. Side of things. <laughs> Those breweries produce a lot more. Yes. Unfathomable numbers. Yes. Shit tons, my friends. <laughs> <laughs> So, usually when we do this segment, we also go back into the 1800s. Gotta go back and in time. we kind of work our way up to Prohibition. Mm -hmm. I think it's just too much. There's just too many breweries. Too, in too much Wisconsin brewery history? Yeah, there's too much history to really get into. Uh, I would like to point out some of the bigger breweries that came along in the 1800s. All right. Because a lot of those brands are still around oh. or they're also very uh, noteworthy. Okay. Lay it on me. So we'll start with probably the oldest brand. All right. Or at least oldest brewery, but it's not the oldest continually operating brewery. Ah, so it was there, then it went away, and then it came back again. Well, the, the brewery went away, the brand came back. Gotcha. And we're talking about good old Pabst. Oh, shit. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, right. yeah, Pabst, uh, in its original in incarnation, was established in 1844. Mm -hmm. The Huber Brewery was established 1845, and that was the Joseph Huber Brew Company. It was established 1845 under the name the Bloomer Brewery. All right. And then took on the name Joseph Huber in 1947. And then there's even more history that we'll get into in a minute. Okay. But, it, yeah, they that's 1845. Miller Coors comes around, 1855. Wait, wouldn't it just be Miller at that point? It, it was Miller. Okay. Yeah. It was just Miller at that point. I was going to say, well, it, Miller Coors has just been ingrained to our yeah, brains yeah. at this yeah, it's point. Just a, yeah, but yeah, Miller came around, 1855. You have Stevens Point at 1857. Never heard of him. You sort of maybe have, though. Oh. So okay. they, they've been around since 1857, mm -hmm. and they've been producing their Point Special Lager. Okay. Uh, that, from everything I can tell, that brewery has basically been the analog, aside from 
length of date, mm-hmm. but it's been an analog to Yingling ah. in that it never really left Wisconsin. <laughs> okay, all right. You know, like it, it never really got out uh, into the world ex- until recently. Big fish, small pond kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Gotcha. Uh, very recently, though, and it's with their Cider Boys brand, mm. which maybe you've seen that. Yes, 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 yes. And that's one of my favorite cider brands. I've been drinking a lot of Cider Boys. Anytime I see them out in Ohio, I pick me up a Cider Boy. Because it's 2020, and it's a treat. It's a treat. Yeah, just sometimes, ciders are light. I like it. They are. Yeah. They, instead of drinking, like, 3%, you know, shithouse session ale. Just have a cider. Yeah, I get a Cider Boy. <laughs> <laughs> Tastes like a mimosa. Cider Boy. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, the Cider Boys brand helped them grow. Mm-hmm. To the point that they could put in uh, more tanks and then fulfill more distribution. So, okay. Yeah. So, Stevens Point has been growing, but they've been around forever. Very nice. Another brand you'll recognize for sure, though, 1867, Joseph Leidenkuhl. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They they came around 1867 and were bought by Miller in 1988. Still so. kept, it, kept it in Wisconsin, though. Yeah, kept it in Wisconsin. Obviously, there's other brands... Uh, there's Schlitz. I knew you were going to bring in Schlitz. Yeah, Schlitz was a part of all that. There's so many breweries that popped up in the Milwaukee area. <laughs> I can't imagine why or how. Yeah, so many. <laughs> so, so many. <laughs> but let's jump back to the Joseph Huber Brew Company. Yes. As I mentioned, they popped up 1845. They are the oldest continuing operating brewery of the Midwest, and then second oldest next to Yingling. Very nice. Uh, but they've not operated under the name of Huber or Bloomer for all that time. <laughs> so, uh, 80, the 1845, they were Bloomer Brewery. In 1947, they changed to the Joseph Huber Company. And that's when they started producing the Augsburger. That was kind of their big name uh, brand that they put out. Oh, all right. Uh, but that uh, that was sold in 85. The, the whole brewery operation was... 1885? 1985. Oh, I think back <laughs> to the future joke. No, no. <laughs> and then 1988, the Augsburger brand was sold to Stroh's. Ah, oh, okay. Yeah. Yes. So it was separated from it, and that's why you don't really know it. Gotcha. And then it was bought in 2006 by the Mountain Crest Brewing Company of Calgary, Canada. Oh, yeah. So it's Canada beer now. Kind of, sort of. Kind of, sort of, yes. They do produce Canadian beer. <laughs> <laughs> they were renamed the Minhas Craft Brewery. All right. And it's probably a name that you've maybe seen occasionally, but people don't really think about it much because mm-hmm. most of their brands do not carry the Minhas name. Okay. Unless maybe you look close on the label. Gotcha. Uh, but they do produce... 233 different beers, spirits, wines. Damn. Yeah, all in this old-style brewery in Madison. Sounds like I need to go to Madison. Yeah. Uh, They're most known for doing Trader Joe's and Kirkland brands. Ah, okay. All right. So that's who they supply to. But, yes, they also do Canadian craft beer. They do, uh, like, all kinds of brands that ship around the world. Mm -hmm. They also are the ones who do the Guam the Guam one. Oh, yes, that we have had on the show episode something or other. Right. I don't know. That was like 110 or something like that. 
Yeah. What? It, I don't know. It was with Katie. She brought them. Yeah. <laughs> we had them on the show. Go back. Check it out. Yeah. It's the Guam episode. It's the Guam episode. <laughs> it was It was when we decided, eh, it's kind of a state. <laughs> we'll round up. It's add, okay. Add it to the list. Hey, you know what? We had DC on. Right. Well, DC is closer to a state than Guam is. <laughs> it is. It is. Uh, so we're going to have to find out how to get Puerto Rico beers as well. I, yes. I would like to do some Puerto Rico beers. That's going to be tough, but doable. Rough. But we'll figure it out. That's right. But yeah, yeah. So Minhas, pretty big. I don't know what a good analogy is for them. They're just like in the shadows producing everything. Yeah, they're like a shadow organization. Right. Like the foot. (laughs) Kind of. (laughs) Kind of. (laughs) But yes, let's move on to a brand we know Mm -hmm. that the brewery did shut down. But it's a brand very well known. And I'd like to talk about it. Because I kind of like the beer still. Now I'm, now I'm very curious which one it is. I have an idea of my of the choices. <laughs> actually, yeah. well, the next two next two breweries we'll talk about are actually both beers that I enjoy. If we're talking about macro, okay. Uh, but I wanted to talk about Paps. I wanted to talk about their story. PBR me ASAP. Yeah, I, I I decided to choose Paps because I didn't want to talk about Miller. I get that. We could, if we want to, we can just do a Miller episode. You know, that's a big want. <laughs> yeah, if we want to. I don't. I don't want to talk. Let's you know. go, Pabst. Pabst is a lot more crafty, especially nowadays. Yeah. Even though they are brewed on contract by Miller. <laughs> right. But let's let's be honest with ourselves. That Pabst cold cold brew coffee. Yeah. Nobody expected that to be good. No expected it, but it was. Guess what? Yeah. Yeah, it was fine. And then they're also wiling out and making THC things now. In a weird roundabout way. Yeah. Paps Labs. Paps Labs. <laughs> so let's go back to the beginning, though. 1844, Jacob Best founds Empire Brewing with his sons, Philip, Jacob Jr., Charles, and Lorenz. Lorenz? Yeah. I kept wanting to say Luzerne. I thought that was a county in Pennsylvania. I think it's also that, too. <laughs> Right outside of beautiful Scranton, Pennsylvania. Yeah. For those that are not in the know. That's a PA thing, but it's Lorenz. <laughs> yeah. like, like Lorenzo Lamas. Without Renegade. The, without the O or the right. Lamas. Right. Minus the O Lamas. <laughs> yes, but. Which are Irish Lamas. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Jacob Best founded Empire Brewing. His son Charles eventually broke off and founded Plank Road Brewing. I have heard of Plank Road Brewing. Do you want to hazard a guess of why you've heard of that? Because back in the 90s, they tried to bring it back as an offshoot brand back in the day. Okay. Sure. That's why I remember it. I remember okay. Plank Road Brewing. I remember that. Okay. It, it, it would have been an offshoot of Miller, though. Oh, damn it. Because in 1854, mm-hmm. Frederick Miller bought the Plank Road Brewery. Ah, damn it. Yeah, that was their first acquisition. <laughs> oh, well, I got played. Well, I, the, it's where they would have owned the. It's the true. Right, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's been 150 years. Let's be honest with ourselves. Yeah. So yeah, uh, Frederick Miller bought that, and that's where Miller got their start by buying up from Jacob Best. Aha! Uh-huh. So Miller has Paps to thank for existing, more or less. But it's probably more just because Frederick Miller had money. <laughs> Don't ruin this for me. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, he, he bought he bought Plank Road for about two thousand five hundred dollars, or Shit. in today's bucks, it was about sixty six thousand dollars. That's that is impressive. Yeah, 
So stupid inflation. Yeah, got it, still got it for a steal if you compare it to what other breweries go for nowadays. Yeah. yeah. However, back with Jacob Best and company. Uh, eventually, Jacob Best Sr. retired, and he left the company in the hands of Philip Best. And in 1853, they changed it to Best and Company. Best? Oh, okay. Yeah, they went from Empire Brewing yeah. to Best and Company. Oh, all right. Yeah. In 1859, though, a young upstart captain by the name of Captain Frederick Pabst. <laughs> That's a good-ass name. Yeah. Captain Frederick Paps. Captain Paps. He marries into the best family. Huh? Huh? <laughs> huh? Huh? By marrying Philip's daughter, Maria. And so he becomes part of the empire, as it were, that was growing. Uh, 1859, he, he gave up his captaining ways. So he's no longer Captain Paps. <laughs> right. <laughs> Sailing up and down the Michigan. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, he, he trades those stakes into a partnership in 1863. Oh, all right then. Yes. And then eventually Philip Best, he also retires and leaves the company to Captain Paps. Of course. <laughs> and 1889, that's when they changed the name to Pabst Brewing. To the name that we know and love today. Yes, Pabst Brewing. 1893. Okay. Important date. Why is that important, Steve? Chicago World's Fair. Okay. And that's when they won number one beer. And what comes with that number one beer? A blue ribbon. <laughs> <laughs> uh, funny enough, though, they'd already been winning blue ribbons. Oh. Yeah. So why was this one? Just because it was a World's Fair? Just because it was the World's Fair. All right, I get that. They'd already won a bunch of blue ribbons for the beer. And to the point that they had won so many different fairs and competitions with the beer. Uh-huh. That they started packaging it by tying ribbons to the beer. Oh, okay. Yeah. They did that way before it was called <laughs> Pabst Blue Ribbon. So they just had to, they just had to, you know, just modify it a little bit. Yeah. They just decided to go all in, <laughs> which I think was a genius move. Yeah. I think, it, I believe it was called Pabst Best Select before that. Oh, no. That's weird. Blue Ribbon's where it's at. Right. And then they changed it to Pabst Blue Ribbon. Yeah. I like that. But yeah, 1893, that's when they take it on. Sales skyrocket. Makes sense. And I think I'm willing to bet a lot of it has to do with one we already mentioned, Captain Paps and mm -hmm. his shipping ties. Yes. So if you know where Milwaukee is, it's north of Chicago on the Michigan. Yes. It's not too damn hard to send a boat down river. <laughs> down <or> lake. Down <laughs> lake. <laughs> However. <laughs> and sell your beer in Chicago as well. Right. It's a lot. It's probably at the time it was probably easier than taking it over terrain. Well, not only that, but you can also send it across the way. Yeah, send it across the way as over well. Over the mitten, and that's where it gained its popularity. So yeah, and there are claims that when 1871 there was the Chicago Fire, a great uh, Chicago yes. Fire. Mm -hmm. The every brewery it seems from Milwaukee seemed to have a claim of. Being the ones who supplied Chicago with beer uh -huh. after that. Uh-huh. Uh, I've read that Schlitz took this claim as well, gotcha. but it's more of a marketing myth. It, it sounds like the uh, the 350,000 people that were at Woodstock, mm -hmm. everybody was there. Right. Everybody yeah. saw Hendrix except for the fact that everybody had left. Right. Exactly. <laughs> and it was like a Monday morning at 10. Yeah. So, the, the, so 
some mythos in there, but I believe, I'm willing to believe that Pabst, because of his shipping knowledge... That makes sense. ...would have been much more uh, likely to supply Chicago. And you know, there are claims that they supplied a lot of beer to Chicago. Mm-hmm. I'll push my chips in on that. Yeah, so I, I'm willing to believe that. And that's how you gain popularity. You, you, move, to, <laughs> you move to other markets with a differentiated bottle because mm-hmm. it has blue ribbons on it. Right. That stands out. People go, oh, I get a ribbon with my thing. It's a toy. That's what toys were back then. Then you can give it to a child. There is no TV or radio. <laughs> there is one newspaper once a day. Yeah. You had sticks and ribbons and like bent pieces of metal. That was about it. And one violin. And somebody had a violin, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Plenty of people had concertinas, but nobody loved that. <laughs> but yeah, you send all that beer that way, you get popular. And that leads you to being the third most popular beer in the 70s. That makes sense. Yeah. It wasn't until after 1980 that they dipped out of the one of the top three beers. Hmm. Blue Ribbon for a reason. Hey, Blue Ribbon for a reason. Again, as I said, I do enjoy a PBR. I have. In comparison to other fucking, you know, macro right, beer. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, the beer was resurrected. In 2010, at least the brand was, it's more or less changed hands between a bunch of investorships who own the the name. Right. Yeah. They own the name, and then they contract out Miller to mm. brew it. I, I believe the current owner of the brand also has investments in, like, Planet Fitness. That's contradictory. Just a, yeah, but I mean, a, a, just a real hodgepodge. Although also absolute genius because you get both sides. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> both sides of it. Have a beer, get fat. Oh, you don't want to be fat no more? Let me help you out. <laughs> but they, they, they have just investorships in like a bunch of different brands, mm-hmm. just a hodgepodge of American companies. They have a well-developed portfolio. That's how you say it. <laughs> That's right. But uh, yeah, as we said, it's brewed on contract by Miller. Uh, by Miller. And then you also have all the goofy stuff they've been putting out with their seltzers lately and the lattes and the coffees and the cold brews. And now they're moving into THC. Pabs Labs. And that's how more or less you reinvent a brand. Yeah. Because you can't think of any other. I mean, they, they, they garnered so much uh, acceptance within the hipster community. Yes. You know, through the 2010s and on. That they became a cool brand. And Mm -hmm. so now that you're a cool brand, you can change and do goof-ass shit. Right. (laughs) Right, exactly. Because if you look at, say, if if a Budweiser decided they were going to do some some seltzer teas, like not Bud Light or anything like that, but straight up Budweiser, it wouldn't take. Probably wouldn't take. I'm surprised that Bud Light does as much as it does with, like, including Post Malone and ads and... Things like that, because I, I just think of like Bud Light as uh, the the beer, the guy I used to work at a mill with mm-hmm. would drink five of on his way in and six of on his way out. Oh, yeah, dude was a problem. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know how far I would have to go back in my lifetime to figure out how long it's been since I've had 11 Bud Lights. <laughs> like a decade? Well, this guy used to do it every day, all day. Man. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, I, oh, wow. Yeah. Anyways. The, the other brand mm-hmm. that I wanted to point out 
was Old Style. I knew it was coming. Also a Wisconsin brand. Yes, it is. And also famous in Chicago. Also famous in Chicago. But interestingly, they aren't located in Milwaukee. Where are they located? They're, loca- they're located in La Crosse, Wisconsin. That's which a little is- further north, isn't it? No. That's a little further south, isn't it? No. A little further west, isn't it? There you go. There it is. <laughs> it's uh, basically on the other side of the state up against Minnesota. All right. Yeah. Uh, but it was less of a, like, a, a, an origination the way Pabst was. It was more of a brand that was bought and then created. Oh. So okay. the, the, the G. Heilman Brewery mm-hmm. of 1858, they seemed to have, like, a long string of acquisitions. Mm-hmm. And that seemed to be their game plan. But their first acquisition was buying something called golden leaf and the trademarks for it which i also assume include the recipe for this beer okay and they bought that in 1899 and then they turned that into old times which then became old style ah okay and they sold that brand and then as things progressed through the 70s and 80s g heilman just bought up like 16 different breweries (laughs) across the country yeah like just consolidating brands yeah, if you know the way the 70s and 80s went, it, people just had portfolios of things. Right. <laughs> I was like, yeah, we brew all of these. <laughs> <laughs> and G. Heilman became kind of the central hub for all of that stuff. <laughs> so, yeah, old, old Style became part of that. I believe, obviously, at some point, I think Old Style wound up breaking away and was sold off. And they're also uh, uh, Miller Contract as well. Hmm. And do you know if it's the same facility as... PBR? I believe it is. Okay. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it is, but right. feel free to correct me. Yes. <laughs> I won't right now. Yeah. Well, was, that's an audience thing. Right. <laughs> feel free to correct me. PopNationUSA at gmail.com. Yeah. I yeah. believe I believe Old Style and Paps are both under the same contract. That does sound right. I think we've talked about that in the past. Mm-hmm. So let's move on to Today Days. Yes. Let's, let's the, do that. It's, it's very interesting because there are so many long-standing breweries mm-hmm. in Wisconsin like, you don't see that in almost any other state. Uh, you see it in PA because of Yingling. Of course. But, like, Wisconsin has a shitload of brands <laughs> that, like, are just recognizable and they're old as hell. Right. <laughs> we could just do, not even necessarily an episode, but a series on them if mm-hmm. we wanted to. Yeah, we could just get into, like, all of them. Uh, but, yeah, let's move into the today days. And we'll talk about some of the first craft breweries that popped up post-prohibition. Excellent. I, in my research, I found a little bit of a discrepancy of who could be the oldest. All right. So there's Capital Brewing, and they were apparently founded in 1984. Okay. But they didn't start production until 1986. Interesting. And in that time, Sprecher. Ah, the root beer people. Yes. They opened up in eight, 1985. Aha, okay. So if they were first to market, then I guess they would be... We'd have to give it to them. Yeah, they would be the oldest craft brewery in Wisconsin. Okay, I'll buy that. Yeah, I I would assume that as well. (laughs) That's that's how I rationalized it. Uh, But yeah, Sprecher, we know know them for their soda mostly. That's what we get over here, but they are an actual full-fledged brewery. Mm -hmm. They've been doing craft beer for a while. Uh, Obviously, 1985. (laughs) (laughs) Adoy. Two years after that, though, Lakefront. Okay. I didn't realize they were that old. Yeah. Yeah. Lakefront's pretty damn old. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, that's also good because 
they've been around forever and they have that good, good winter stout. They're, yes. Well, winter ale that we talked about. Yeah. <laughs> that puts oh, you on, boy. That puts you on the ass. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it will. It's a, like I said earlier, long winter's nap. Yeah, yeah. And then probably the other, and it might be the most famous. Yes. Probably the most famous. But 1993, mm-hmm. we see the rise of New Glarus. Hey, I know them. Yeah. At least one of their beers. I think everybody knows them. <laughs> I believe Spotted Cow was not one of their original recipes, though. Mm-hmm. It came out four years after the brewery had opened. Mm. Interesting. Yeah. I figured that would have been one of their OGZs. Yeah, you'd think, being a, like everybody knows it and everybody seeks it out. But yes. You know, maybe it's one of those things that was in the R&D for a bit. And I understand that. That spotted cow is still only available in Wisconsin. I mean, as far as I know, all new Glarus is still right. Is exactly, that's what I mean. <laughs> is that it does not cross lines, but as soon as you cross the border, you can get it. There are gas stations that have it on the border, kind yeah. of thing. I had to go to Wisconsin. They still don't let it out. No, no, don't twist my arm. No, no, I had to go to Wisconsin and drink beer. This is the worst idea ever. No, no, don't make me eat those fat gobs and, and, and cheese curds. <laughs> See, that's the thing. We do cheese curds at Sheets, right? Yeah. But I would never claim that for Pennsylvania. That's fair. That's a, that's a Wisconsin thing. That's it theirs. It is. Pierogies, polka. Wow. You hung that's on ours. to that one for a while. That's ours. <laughs> <laughs> I did not expect a call back to that. It's good. <laughs> I'm just I'm just making it fair amongst everybody. Everybody gets their thing. Everybody gets their thing. <laughs> oh my. We get pierogies and polka. They get squeaky cheese. Squeaky cheese. And cheese curds. Cheese curds. Mm. Well, cur- cur- it's squeaky curds cheese. are yeah. yeah curds squeaky are squeaky. Let's jump up to the metal winners. Oh. Well, we'll just talk about the 2020. GABF medal winners. Oh, they got some hardware. Oh, yeah. Excellent. They, they took home five medals this year. Okay. Two of them went to the Earth Rider Brewery. Okay. And then they also took home a medal from Alt Brew. Alt Brew got a silver medal in gluten-free beer for their 1808. Ah, okay. Coming second only to Aurochs. Yes, of Pittsburgh. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> a half-hour segment to dunk on you for gluten-free beer. <laughs> Nobody saw it coming. <laughs> Sick heel turn. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah, they took home five medals. That's awesome. Good for them. They have a lot of good beer in Wisconsin. We've, you know, obviously go on and on about Lakefront, but we've already enjoyed the Untitled Art and then currently enjoying this octopi. Oh boy. This thing is a beast. Next time I take a trip to Vintage, Vintage has some more octopi, and I'm going to get some more octopi. Uh, you might have to let me know when you go. They, they had some things there that were more uh, not treat. More uh, Pedestrian is not the word I'm looking for. But it's correct. But, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it's correct. Yeah. It, wasn't, it wasn't fucking all 11% stouts. <laughs> right. It's not just balls on the wall. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but this one, the, uh, the Double Maple Imperial Morning Stout... Oh, boy. If you want to have a nice nap, mm-hmm. drink one of these. Yeah. It'll knock you out. Yeah, this I, is a wrap up the night. Yeah, and I mean that as a complete and utter compliment. Oh, for sure. It's a good, thick beer. Yeah. I would have one more again maybe next week. So, interestingly, mm-hmm. uh, we already made one comparison to the Omnipolo, yes. Ag- Agamemnon. Mm-hmm. 
The Agamemnon came in a 16-ounce can, but this one comes in a 12. And I appreciate that. Same. As somebody who is not 22 anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, it's uh, put all the goof juice you want. But let's make it reasonable. <laughs> yeah, I much would rather have a six-pack of these yes. than a four-pack of possible, like, stout that I might let set out. Just, I don't... Yeah, just landmines. Yeah, yeah. I would rather regulate my drinking mm-hmm. by the 12 rather than by the 16. Yes, agreed. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah, but all in all, Octopi made a fine-ass beer. Yeah. You can quote us on that. Put it on your website. Yeah, put it on a website. Put it on a t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, we got one more beer to go. We're going to get there right after this. Yes. Hey everyone, my name is Drew and I host a podcast called Dudes with Brews on a Porch where we let the drinks flow and the conversations go. Each and every week, me and a friend of mine, we sit down, we try a different craft brew, usually from the state of Wisconsin, and we just sit down and have a conversation. We talk about all aspects of life. Once a month, we talk about paranormal stuff and we always have a good time. You can find our show, Dudes with Brews on a Porch, on iTunes, Google Play, and anywhere else you find your podcast. Grab a cold one and hang out with us each and every week right here on the porch. We're back. They haven't kicked us off Podbean yet, which is good. They can't. <laughs> we already paid. Yeah, that's right. We already paid. You can't deplatform us. We paid up front. <laughs> we don't say too much crazy shit. <laughs> I'm sure there's worse ones out there. <laughs> I know there's worse ones out there. We we decry. Well, there's definitely plenty worse podcasts. Oh, yeah. Hey, yeah. <laughs> Let's not get into that, though. But we decried slime beer last week, so like you can't deplatform us. That's right. We're not rabble rousers like that. No, but we do have uh, some beers from beautiful Wisconsin that is going to make us all rabble rousers. Rabble rouser? Is it rebel or rabble? Rabble. Rabble. Yeah. Oh, all right. As in uh, hamburger. Yeah, rabble, sort of. Rabble, rabble, rabble. That's rabble rabble, but he's a rabble rouser. Okay. All yeah. right. There you go. Because he likes to rob. Get it? Oh, I just got that. There you go. <laughs> 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 I was aware, but we are, of course, having beers from the state of Wisconsin, and this time we have Central Waters Brewing Company Hurrah! with their ticking time bomb, the Call Me Old Fashioned Brewers Reserve. Yeah. And let me give you a little insight on what this son of a bitch is. This is an imperial red ale brewed with cherries, a touch of bitters, and then aged in brandy, bourbon, and orange curacao barrels. Orange curacao barrels. There you go. <laughs> this is our take on an old-fashioned, a true Wisconsin classic. That sounds really nice. I don't know that the old-fashioned is a Wisconsin classic, is it? We'll get to that. Okay. <laughs> we'll get to that. But the numbers that you want to know, IBUs, 35. Sure, whatever. <laughs> the ABV, more than a third of that. At yes. 12. Yeah. Hell yeah. This is a bomb ready to go off. Hell yeah. I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> yeah. 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 I'm looking so forward to this. I, I specifically picked this one out be for two reasons. Mm-hmm. One, old fashioned. I yeah. do love an old fashioned and I have yet to have a cocktail mm-hmm. uh, beer that mimicked an old fashioned that was really good. Gotcha. I think I've only had one or two. And they didn't really, I don't know, do it for me. Didn't get you there. Yeah, so I was willing to try this one. But also, Imperial Red Ale. Yeah. That's an interesting base style to pick. And you don't see it too often, but the one Imperial Red Ale that I can think of that I really like mm-hmm. 
is one you also like too. I know which one you're going for. Oh, Red Season Desist. Yeah, that's a good fuck beer, y'all. That beer. And that's a lightweight at like ten. Yeah, it's ten. <laughs> this one's got more. That's a walking around beer compared to this. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. All right. I want to get into this. Okay, doke. Well, then let's pop open the bottle. The bottle. Yes. The bottle. Very nice. Thank it's on you. reserve, so it comes in bottles. Yes, and it also comes from Amherst. Yeah. Wisconsin. Yeah. That's like dead nut center of the state. Oh, cool. Yeah. All right. None of this Madison business. <laughs> None of this Madison or lacrosse. No, it's Milwaukee. I mean, it's it's center cut. Okay. Well, let's pop open this beer and we'll get into it. All right. Oh my goodness. So this is definitely the lightest of the three beers, which makes sense. At brown. <laughs> well, yeah. You can actually get light through it. It's light it's the lightest at brown. <laughs> Yeah, uh, it looks good. It smells very different from the other two. It smells boozy. It it does. It yeah. does. It's going to be fun. It's pretty hot. Uh, it has more of a head than the last stouts that we had, which is interesting. It does. Like, it does. It's not much of a head, but it still it's sticks something. around. something. Yeah, it still sticks around. Laces a little bit. Good for it. I hope it had a fun time. <laughs> yeah, uh, It it. I think the taste is just going to be where it's at. Yeah. Yeah, we got to check the taste. Yeah. Neat. Interesting. Yes. I get a good amount of orange flavor on that. I get a decent amount of cherry as well. Okay. It's a, it, it's a little boozy burn. Just mm-hmm. a little bit. Yes, but it is not an obnoxious level. No, it's not. It's not a hot beer. It's just, it's there because it has to be there because it's 12% <laughs> and it's right. really hard to cover that up. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it it has a interesting fruitiness to it. Mm-hmm. Huh. I just don't know how much I can pair it with an old-fashioned. I don't know either. <laughs> I don't know either. But I, I guess this is the part of the conversation that we kind of have to separate what they're going for versus the beer itself. Right. Uh, the beer in and of itself, if you rip the label off and just drank it out of the bottle, it's a good beer. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it, out of the bottle by itself... As a fruity red ale, that's not some obnoxious puree abomination. Yes. Like, it is really, really good. And it's not overly sweet. So this isn't candy. No. So, yeah, there's there's a lot of good about a beer this big. It reminds me of the Duclaw Colossus. Mm-hmm. But that's a very different beer. <laughs> so the, the phrase that comes to mind for me when I drink this beer is classy nonsense. Mm-hmm. Because obviously it's, an, it's supposed to go after an old-fashioned. Right. But there's a lot of nonsense going on here as well, it's just purely from a beer perspective. Yeah. I don't, I don't see it tying to an old-fashioned just because, like, old-fashions I'm used to aren't that prominent in orange flavor. Mm-hmm. Because it's just, you know, usually a little around the rim mm-hmm. or in the glass. And we'll yeah. get into that in a little bit. Right. There's, I mean, I'm just talking about the old fashions I'm used to. Right. I know there's 150 fucking fishing versions right. exactly. of an yes. old fashioned. Yes. Because like even the ones I drink don't usually include much cherry either. Mm-hmm. But I know sometimes you people will throw a maraschino in there. Maraschino? Sometimes it's maraschino. Oh, it's maraschino. Poor people say maraschino. Well then. <laughs> <laughs> I did not know that. Well, watch more how to drink. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
Is this sort of like the test where you sit at a fancy dinner and you don't know which fork to use? Yeah. <laughs> the answer to that is you work your way outside in. Right. <laughs> That's how you solve that puzzle. Outside in. All right. Well, let's, uh, let's continue working on this Call Me Old Fashioned mm-hmm. by Central Waters. Yes. And it's time for us to play a little bit of a game. Okay. And this game is called Made in Wisconsin, Improved in PA. Can do. What we're going to do is we're going to talk about some things that have come from Wisconsin. We're going to give them our own Pennsylvania twist. Add fries to it. And that was... <laughs> <laughs> Whatever it is, add fries to it. Wash it down with some water ice. <laughs> well, that's on the other side of the state. It still counts. I know, it still counts. It's improved in PA, but... That's right. Uh, but yes, uh, just a couple of ex- uh, real-world examples. Uh, Oshkosh. Bagosh. <laughs> no. <laughs> but yes. But no, Oshkosh, uh, they are the manufacturers of the MRAP which is the military's new medium-sized vehicle, kind of the replacement of the Humvee. Oh, okay. It was designed in Oshkosh by Oshkosh. It's built in Pennsylvania. Oh. Harley-Davidson. Yeah. Originally built in Milwaukee. That's where they're based out of. Right. York, Pennsylvania, used to and possibly still does build (laughs) Harley-Davidson. I didn't research that hard. Uh, pr- oh, man. Oh, right? Did that plant shut down? I don't know. <laughs> I knew people who, uh, yeah, I knew somebody who worked there, though. Yeah. But what we're going to do is we're going to take some some famous foodstuffs okay. from Wisconsin, that Wisconsin is known for. Yeah. And we're going to give them their own Pennsylvania twist. Okay. A, a good thought exercise here. Yeah, yeah. And what we're going to start with is my personal favorite, the Butter Burger. The Butter Burger. Yes. Man, those are so fucking good, too. See? See, so if you are not aware, there is a obviously a a big to do of who invented the hamburger. Yeah, uh, I I got a good YouTube channel suggestion for that. Okay, uh, it's George Moats. All right, and he's tied. It's he's also under the first we feast banner. Oh, okay, with uh, hot ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But George Moats does pretty much all the regional burgers. Okay. And obviously, he's talking about butter burger. Right. But like, he's a he's a hamburger historian. And there are multiple places. I think there's a place in Connecticut that claims it. I think there's a place in Pennsylvania that claims it. Mm-hmm. But Wisconsin also is trying to lay their their claim to fame as well. Oh, for sure. Uh, but we are not concerned with just the classic hamburger. We are concerned with the butter burger, mm-hmm. which is a regular hamburger with butter on it. Yeah. Basically, and- you just based. Your burger and butter, and then you also put butter on the bun. Yes. And you don't put too many fixings on it. No, it's a fairly straightforward burger. Yeah. It's just grease and, like... Good times. Yeah, grease and good times. It's taking the best of French cuisine, of (laughs) French haute cuisine, which is all fatty butter, Mm -hmm. (laughs) and then adding in the just standard fair farmer bun and burger. And that's where I think we need to add our little Pennsylvania goose Yeah, to this one. Yes. And obviously, you had already mentioned French fries. I don't think French fries is the way to go on this one. You can, but nah. It's too easy. Yeah, too easy. Too easy. Hmm. I have an idea. Well, you go with your idea, because I got to think. <laughs> so my idea is not the burger. Yeah. And it's not the butter. It's the bun. It's the bun. Okay. Pretzel bun. Ooh. Shit dog. Right? 
Yeah. Oh yeah, butter on a pretzel and then butter on a butter burger pretzel bun. I think that's the way you got to do it. That's yeah. I would agree with that. I didn't mean to dunk on you like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dunk it on me. You dunk it on Wisconsin. How have they not figured out how to make a Wisconsin uh, pretzel bun butter burger? I think that's the way to do it. Yeah. Because anything else I want to add that's like Pennsylvanian mm-hmm. is obviously we're talking French fries. No. Slaw. No. Right, right. A little on the nose. Yeah. Sauerkraut. It does, I mean, I'm just thinking flavor wise. It doesn't really work and it doesn't improve. No. However, the pretzel bun. I got it. I got it. Okay. All right. I got it. I'm listening. You change the makeup of the the beef. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay. And you take out, mm-hmm. uh, well, maybe not take out, but maybe just like a 70-30 yeah. blend okay. of 70 venison. Oh. And 30 beef. Oh. Yeah. I, I have a hunch the uh, the Badger State would appreciate that as well. And you put some Hungarian hot paprika uh, in with the meat blend. Okay. Ooh, boy. So like a, like a hot butter burger. Yeah, hot butter burger. Like, uh, I think because you want to you want to not put so many fixins on mm. the burger, so yes. you got to spice the meat. Yes, I agree with that. And so like venison's pretty gamey already, but oh, is it good? But the way I like to prepare my venison chops is with hot Hungarian paprika. Mm-hmm. That's Pennsylvania. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's Pennsylvania thing. Yeah. If you don't know what the hot Hungarian paprika tin looks like. <laughs> that's on you. Yeah, that's on you. You ain't from here. <laughs> um, and then probably like maybe just like um, garlic powder and onion powder. Yeah. All right. And that way you, you don't necessarily have to put onions on your burger. but Right. Because that's I, usually that's usually how I prepare uh, my venison chops, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And obviously onion can be a bit controversial. Yeah. Because there are a lot of people that don't like onions on their burgers. Plus, you're also crossing into, uh, like, other regional burgers. Right. That employ onions. So, yeah. Like, I think it's the Oklahoma burger. What the hell is the Oklahoma burger? It's just burger with, like, fresh chopped onion. Okay. Well, f- fresh sliced white onion. Okay. And then it's smashed into oh. the burger. And then you flip it on top of the onion. <sighs> I don't looks hella good to me. <laughs> I don't know. I, uh, if I if I'm going for a regional burger that isn't a butter burger, I'm going for a juicy Lucy. All right, fair enough. Get that cheesy. Get that cheese in the middle. Get that cheesy blurf. <laughs> yes, which is not from Wisconsin, but from Minnesota. Yeah, that's they love next cheese too. door. That's that's <laughs> gopher talk. We're not talking gophers right now. <laughs> but I think I think we got a good one. Yeah, somebody try that. Yes. Also, somebody get me some venison. Yeah, no shit. Well, I mean, deer season's coming up. I know. A couple of weeks. You'll be yeah. fine. Yeah. You'll find something. Better. Our next one. And this one was surprising, but not surprising time. Mm-hmm. Frozen custard. They oh, are, interesting. They are a leading producer of frozen custard. And then I realized it's America's dairy land. Yeah, true. But uh, I mean, custard is egg, so. No, there's milk in there. Yeah, there's milk in there, but I'm just saying it's also more egg. But yeah, mm-hmm. sure. Just chicken ass and cow teat <laughs> juice. <laughs> Oh, great. Now I don't want to eat anything ever again. Ah. <laughs> oh, shit. Somebody tried to tell me the lobsters were cockroaches of the sea. And I'm like, yeah, I don't care. It's still good. good. Yeah, still good. I Regular don't cockroaches don't have big, fat-ass tails. Right. They and just or gross. T- or taste good in butter. <laughs> yeah. 
Exactly. Come on. If regular cockroaches tasted good in butter, we would eat them. <laughs> right. We wouldn't be mad that they were in the house. Yeah. We'd be attracting them. Like, oh, sweet. Food's here. <laughs> Dope. <laughs> so I have an idea. Okay. And I think we're going to have to go into the central part of the state again. Yeah. We're going to have to go to Hershey. Hmm. I think we're going to have to get in on some, some Hershey chocolate. But we're going to have to be smart about it. Okay. I don't think it's going to be regular off-the-shelf Hershey's chocolate. Okay. I think we're going to have to get into some Hershey Select or something Getting like that. Getting into their reserves. Exactly. <laughs> yes. Because I don't think this the regular milk chocolate is going to do it. Because you need to have a high level of chocolate to go with the high level of the frozen custard. High level of the custard. Okay. And that's the only, only chocolatier that would be well-known in Pennsylvania that I can think of. I mean, obviously, I can go local and just throw a Saris out there. I think Saris is pretty well-known. You think so? Yeah. All right, we could go Saris then. Because that's what I was thinking. I was thinking you make a fucking blizzard mm. out of Wisconsin custard Yeah. and Saris chocolate-covered pretzel. We're Ooh. back to pretzels. <laughs> We're ba- everything goes back to pretzels. Yeah, but that, that chocolate is so fucking good on the chocolate-covered pretzels. Mm. And you could throw in that peanut butter, too. Is there a peanut butter producer in Pennsylvania? Well, no, there's peanut butter um, chocolate-covered Sarah's pretzels. Oh, no, I understand. I'm yeah. just trying to think if there's a peanut butter producer in Pennsylvania that we could possibly put into the custard. Yeah. <laughs> really, I couldn't think of a keyword for frozen <laughs> custard quick enough there. Pice cream? <laughs> the pice cream. <laughs> uh, so we're, we got some chocolate. We got some... Oh, it, goes, it all goes back to pretzels. Yeah, it all goes back to pretzels. It all Snack foods. goes back to pretzels. Snack foods. <laughs> <laughs> All right, our next one, and this is the one that we were talking about earlier, and this is the one that ties into this beer, the Wisconsin Old Fashioned. Mm-hmm. And you were saying that this doesn't necessarily taste like the old fashions that you are familiar with. There's a reason behind that. Okay. Because the Wisconsin Old Fashioned is slightly different. Uh, your typical old fashions are made with whiskey. Right. The Wisconsin Old Fashioned is made with brandy. Oh. Yes, and that's why in the description, when they talked about aging it in brandy barrels, yeah, for a Wisconsin old-fashioned, it was on task. It made sense. I might be just changing my tune completely <laughs> about this beer overall. Because, yes. yeah, it doesn't taste much like whiskey, but if we're talking brandy. Yes. Because yeah. yes. the sweetness makes more sense. Exactly, it, yeah. it, and, I, and I wanted to talk to you about that while we were talking about the beer initially, but I also didn't want to ruin the segment. Fair enough, yeah, I get it. <laughs> so, <laughs> Yeah, I get it. So yeah, when I was doing some research on this, I had no idea that uh, that Wisconsin was that in the old fashions. Or at least that they just had their own completely different take that eliminated the one ingredient that I think is central to <laughs> they made it their, They made it their own. I'm sorry, I just think whiskey is central, like, I don't know, yeah. Hey. Yeah, I'm sorry, I just want to make a white Russian with rum and be like, oh, it's a white Russian. No, it's it has to be vodka, I'm sorry. That's why it's called Russian. <laughs> Marketing, you got to get it in the market. Yeah. But for all intents and purposes, that is the official state drink of Wisconsin. Okay. The, the brandy old-fashioned. The brandy old-fashioned. Yes. So we somehow have to keystone it up and make it our own. And this one's going to be tough because I'm not sure what to do with it. I don't know what sort of libation or what sort of garnish we could put on there that is Pennsylvania-specific or Pennsylvania-known. So. Okay. I'm listening. <laughs> uh, Pennsylvania is sort of, kind of. Mm-hmm. 
I don't think I don't think greatly. I don't even think we think about it that much. We make a lot of apples, though. We do make a lot of apples, and with apples mm-hmm. comes apple brandy. Ah, yeah. okay. So you can make the you can use the Wisconsin formula, but just use an apple brandy from Pennsylvania, right? Use an apple brandy or an apple jack. Okay, I like that, and yeah. then we can all stir it together with a pretzel. Yeah, <laughs> bring the pretzel back. <laughs> it all comes back to pretzels. It's all pretzels. Garnish with pretzel. <laughs> yeah. Wrap the orange rind around the pretzel. <laughs> right, because I'm trying to think of a garnish that we could use that is Pennsylvania. The only thing I'm coming up with is grapes for up in Erie. They, they, <laughs> we could put a, a hoagie on the rim. Just make it like a disgusting Bloody Mary brunch. Oh, those are <laughs> just so gross. Those are so gross. <laughs> and I don't want to put a water ice next to it as a wash down. That's not Ooh. fair either. Oh. But I mean, it could be a water ice. Like you just turn the drink into a water ice. Oh, okay. Yeah. Can you do that? Uh, cold enough temperatures, you can do that. Yeah, you get it cold enough. <laughs> I'll just move some of them COVID vaccines out. Right. <laughs> the cryogenic. We need the refrigerator. <laughs> I shouldn't make that joke. That's a terrible joke. <laughs> I feel so bad for that. Give me some of the nitrogen. Need that. <laughs> I don't know if that's going to make the cut. Oh, well. Damn it. <laughs> well, I officially state that I feel bad about that joke and that should not have been made. Okay. <laughs> All right. You want an easy one? Or you want a hard one? I don't care. Great. I'll give you an easy one. Kringles, which is the official pastry of Wisconsin. Oh, like uh, Drake's cakes and shit like that? A little bit, but it kind of comes in a ring. Oh. Uh, yes. In a ring. <laughs> it comes in a ring. Don't ask me why. I'm going to have to look up a picture. It, it's a it's a pastry ring. I don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> it's the official pastry of Wisconsin. What's not to get? I don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I get it now. I'm looking at a picture. Oh, it's like a it's a Danish ring. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Say Danish ring. <laughs> so it's like a Danish ring. Yeah. Thanks. Uh, you Pennsylvania it up yeah. for having Entenmann's make it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I don't even know that Entenmann's is a <laughs> PA. Um, it is now. They got to have a bakery in here. I'm sorry, but I don't think we can improve that one. Cream cheese? Philadelphia cream cheese? Mm-hmm. Is that how you mm-hmm. make it? That's, I mean, that's got to be it. I guess. Philadelphia cream cheese, and we'll have some Amish make it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We just have our Amish make it. That's how you fuck it up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'll blow anything out of the water. There you just go. get the Pennsylvania Dutch to make your pastry. There you go. That's the right answer, Adam. There you go. That's the walk in <laughs> we were looking for. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you just contract the Amish. <laughs> All right. Like I said, it's an easy one. Yeah, they'll, they'll blast that out the park. <laughs> so I got one last one. Okay. And this one is... Uh, this one's weird. Okay. This one is weird, and it comes from Door County. Fish boil. Fish boil? Fish boil. Like? Like a crab boil. Okay. Or a lobster boil, but with fish. Okay. I need you to tell me how to improve that. Is there a specific fish that they use for this? I think uh, whatever is available. I think it's typically like a trout. Okay. Uh, just to jump back. Yeah. Entenmann's Bakery is owned by Bimbo Bakeries. Oh, all right. And their headquarters is in Horsham Township, PA. Boom. So Entenmann's is. So. As far as I'm concerned. So Entenmann's and Amish. 
Yeah, Intamin's and Amish fucking up that Kringle game. <laughs> Fish boil. Fish boil. And, and to give you a little more information, Door County is on that weird little thumb mm-hmm. peninsula okay. of Wisconsin. Uh, Green Bay is obviously down on the bottom. Mm-hmm. That's where you have uh, Sturgeon Bay, uh, Fish Creek, Egg Harbor. That's where you got all those bergs. That's Door County. Okay. That's where you have your fish boil. Okay. I don't know how to improve that. You have it in the basement of a church. <laughs> I mean, pretty they, much, yeah. You sell pierogies with it. <laughs> and then you just eat the pierogies? Yeah. You just contract a bunch of old church ladies to figure out how to make your fish boil better. All the spices. Mm, no. All of them. Well, mm, I yes, you would need to add spices, but the old church ladies aren't going to add spices. No. They will add butter. And black pepper, and you'll fucking like it. <laughs> I mean, that's not so bad. No, it's not bad. I'm just saying you're you're talking about old, you know, white ladies. They're not going to do much to your <laughs> spice palate. This so you're, you're not going to get challenged. No, on that front. No, you you need to fuck it up yourself. Okay. So yeah, it was a tradition to feed hungry hungry fishermen, lumberjacks, things of that sort of thing. Just don't see it. I, I don't see it because I just don't know what fish they're eating. You know, it's pretty much just whatever has been caught that day. Yeah, I I'm sorry. Uh, and when you say make it pa, all I'm thinking about is river catfish. Yeah, and that's fucking gross. Yeah, <laughs> I'm thinking about river catfish or spillway bass. Oh, <laughs> so we're just gonna throw bread on top of it? Yeah. <laughs> Like, none of it sounds great. <laughs> no, I'm sorry, but this is one I don't think I can get behind. Everything else in Wisconsin, for the most part, yeah. Yeah. This one, not so much. And just in general, when you think about boiling meat, yeah. I, I mean, I guess it's fish and it's seafood, and you boil a lot of seafood, but that's mostly just that's crustaceans. Sh- yeah, that's shellfish. Yeah, that's the crustaceans. This ain't shellfish. Ah. I think about like boiling salmon and I get real sad. Such a sad way to prepare salmon. Right. Ugh. I don't. I, I think we're gonna have to punt on this one. <laughs> Turn the fish boil into a fish fry. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, pretty much. That's the answer. You pretty boil much. it in oil. <laughs> yes. Ugh. Covered in batter. And then we'll just have some some beer brats. Yep. We'll have beer brats, and we'll have a fish fry, and you have reggies <sighs> and <prelka. laughs> And I think we have ourselves a time. Yeah. In Door County. <laughs> That's the one we couldn't improve. Should have saved Kringles for last. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know. Uh, neither did I. I'm just saying that, that that was the big punch. The big punch is just have our Pennsylvania Dutch. It was. Make the Kringles. It was. We'll have to let them know. Yeah. So so that has been our first edition of Made in Wisconsin, Improved in PA. I like to think that we won. Yes, we did win. Yes. Because we improved. We improved everything but one. Right. That's, what is that, 80%, something like that? Yeah, yeah. That's, a, that's definitely, that's, that's Hall of Fame numbers, so it's fine. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, I think maybe we should do that more going forward. Yeah, all right. Just when we do states, just find things that they do. It's like, how does PA do it better? <laughs> <laughs> or how can we help? Eh, no. All right. <laughs> no, I want it to be mean. <laughs> Not how can we help. I no. don't want it to be mean. <laughs> I know you don't. You don't ever want anything to be mean. No, because we need <laughs> we need more positivity in this world. 
I'm just I'm just trying to goose them up and get them prepared and make them be like, shut up. Here, try a Kringle. And they send us Kringles, and I go, ha-ha, trick so them. So you, you want hate pastries? Yeah. I'd want happy pastries. I don't. Most people aren't going to send us pastries out of being happy. They want to prove a point. All it takes is one. Yeah, all it takes is one, but I think we're more likely to get somebody trying to prove a point. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's my feeling. So really, it sounds like we're working both sides of this? Yeah. Duh. <laughs> <laughs> and the bottom line, the entire point of this podcast from the beginning is just somebody to send us pastries. Right. <laughs> send us pastries and beef jerky and venison. That's right. All I, that's, that's all. That's all and we'll be happy. Yeah. <laughs> we'll be happy as clams. Not a fish boil, but no, clams. Clam boil, pretty good. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. So this, oh, call me old-fashioned. What do you think of it now that you know what a Wisconsin-style old-fashioned is? Yeah, I'm changing my tune a little bit. Uh, I guess I really would have to have, because now that I'm thinking about it, I've never had a Wisconsin-style old-fashioned. Mm-hmm. So I, it's hard for me to judge this beer up against that cocktail without actually having it prepared properly. Agreed. Like I said, the old-fashioned's I typically enjoy are just the orange and the whiskey mm-hmm. and the bitters. With no Mara... Sino? Maraschino? Maraschino. Maraschino. <laughs> Marasinco de Mayo cherries. <laughs> no, those are Maria Cinco de Mayo. Oh, that's Hey-o. my bad. That's my bad. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I would have to try it, but I I can envision, being that it, it's brandy, mm-hmm. the, the sweetness on this beer makes a little more sense. Yes. And then I guess the fruitiness makes a little bit more sense as well, because I imagine they're they're making like more of a dessert cocktail. Yes, it is garnished with oranges, orange slices and mara, mara, maraschino. I can't, I can't say. I know. We'll say it like a poor does. Maraschino. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't got any of them George Washington fruits. <laughs> you ain't got any maraschino cherries. <laughs> Just to sum up, it does make more sense now. Um, I will also be on the search now for a Sazerac. Right? Version. Yeah. Just a, actually, I just like I have a good Sazerac again. Oh yeah, fucking New Orleans, I miss you. <laughs> <laughs> is this where you insert sad music into the mm-hmm. background? Yep. All right. Yeah, there's sad music sh- in the background right now. <laughs> I miss New Orleans. Huh. <laughs> All right, I guess New Orleans, the Wisconsin of the South. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> well, think about it. I mean, we were talking about fish boils. Yeah. They have crawfish boils. Yeah. Uh. Wisconsin has the the puff pastries. Mm-hmm. New Orleans has the beignets. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. That's where it ends. <laughs> Sazerac versus brandy old-fashioned. That sounds to me like you need to make a trip back down there. Yeah. All right. Get some hand grenades. I don't know. I might die if I go back. <laughs> I would prefer if you didn't. Well, I'm just saying. That's just me being I'm just selfish. saying going there. <laughs> I get that. Uh, but again, I would prefer that you didn't. Going there is a death sentence. Right. <laughs> So let's not worry about that. Let's worry about the beers we got in front of us. Okay. The podium. Yes, the podium. What As is- we rank these beers, bronze, silver, and gold. Somehow. Oh, shit. Right? Yeah, this is hard. Uh, let me get some more of the central waters. <laughs> yeah, and it's hard in a good way. This is this is not something where we had to try to find something good about these beers. We had to figure out something bad about these beers. Yeah. Okay, I think I'm prepared. Okay. Uh, I'm going to give bronze mm-hmm. to the Zanzibar 
Chocolate ice cream stout. Oh. By Unsaddled Art. Okay. Again, none of these beers are bad. By so any stretch. Yeah. Uh, I'm just going to give it to this one because it's 8%. <laughs> <laughs> like that's literally the rationale this okay week. all right it's eight <laughs> percent all right uh the silver i'm going to give to the octopi <laughs> at ten percent eleven at eleven percent <laughs> uh the octopi double maple imperial morning i uh, i do actually have some reasoning behind it okay so the the zanzibar the chocolate ice cream stout it it gave you everything that you expected because it just does taste like melted chocolate ice cream. Mm-hmm. I'm breaking a little bit with my usual, if I can't taste it, you get Dr. Point. And we talked about how the octopi says maple on the can, mm-hmm. but I don't really taste maple. I'm not going to dock it this week, though. I find that very interesting. Because of two reasons. One, 11%. <laughs> you, yeah. And it hits that 11% without being too boozy. Mm-hmm. And because it comes in the twelve ounce can, yeah, all right. It's just it's just more easy to drink, but it gets you there quicker. It's overall, despite missing the maple flavor, a more enjoyable drinking experience than the Zanzibar. Okay, that's all. But gold, I'm going to give to the Central Waters Brewing Company out of Amherst, Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. They're called me old fashioned. I was on my heels at first because it didn't remind me of an old-fashioned, but then I didn't know the brandy whiskey flip. Yes. The old switcheroo there. Now that I know, it makes a lot more sense, and you get pretty much every flavor. You get the cherries. You get a little touch of bitter in there, and you get the orange curacao, and then it has the sweetness from the brandy. It. It, it does say it uses bourbon barrels as well, uh, but you don't get much. Right. I'll just test that to the, the burn a little bit. Yeah, you could just chalk that to the fucking the whiskey burn, mm-hmm. I guess. But overall, like it, everything it says is on there, you get in some fashion. And it's not overly overpowering, and it's not overly sweet. This is a real dangerous beer at 12%. <laughs> so also 12%. <laughs> And that's why it goes in gold. Okay. Surprisingly over stouts this week. But I like I, if you can impress me with something that I've never had before, yeah. That says a lot. Yeah, you get to gold. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I guess that, that leaves it to me. And this is a toughie for sure. But if I have to put them in some order, I'm going to because that is what we have charged ourselves with. And I think... In the bronze medal position, I'm going to put the octopi, the double maple imperial morning stout in the bronze medal position for, I don't know why. Uh, For whatever reason, it just, it's going in the bronze medal position. I wish I had a good reason, but I really don't because it's a fine beer. I would, if I could find more, I would get more. Uh, Like Steve said, I appreciate that it's in the 12 ounce can, especially for something this big. I think the 12-ounce can is definitely the way to go. Uh, so I will I will give kudos for that one. And again, I still don't have a good answer, but it's going in the bronze medal <laughs> position. I'm sorry. Uh, in the silver medal position, Central Waters. I'm going Central Waters. The Brewers Reserve call me old-fashioned. 
it Steve said it all. It uh, it hits all the notes that it's supposed to. Now that we know what it's supposed to, uh, now that we have been learned on the whiskey v brandy, uh, Wisconsin situation, uh, it's good. I like it. I would drink it again in a week. But I think I think I think. The Untitled Art, the Zanzibar Chocolate Ice Cream Stout. I think that's going to go in the gold medal position. Uh, I liked it a lot. I liked it had that little bit of roastiness while still having that that chocolate flavor there. I am so unconvinced. I think this is the most unconvinced podium I've ever had. Yes, you have done nothing to sway the audience in one way or the other. No, and I'm okay with that. (laughs) You've done a lot of hemming and hawing and... Do you blame me? Non... Not really, but I mean, still, I at least gave you a pathway. Yeah. You could have just ranked it the same way I did for the same reasons. Yeah, but... 8, 11, and 12. <laughs> I could have, but you kind of... I mm, I can't do that. I don't know. I don't know. It's all a toss-up, so I'm going with that. that. That's my rankings. Don't take too much into it. Drink them all. Just go buy them all. Cool. And then buy <laughs> extras and give those extras to me. Yeah. I'm sorry. I, I can't I can't be... Dis- decisive on this one <laughs> i can't i'm sorry it stumped them it did uh, 179 episodes in and adam's finally stumped you're supposed to get better at discerning and better with your bullshit nope <laughs> sorry on wisconsin I, 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 wisconsin wins this one fair enough well then if you want to find us on social media all you have to do is search hop nation usa and that'll get you twitter instagram and facebook and if you want to listen to brand new episodes of the Hop Nation USA podcast every Friday, as you should, then search Hop Nation USA on your favorite podcatcher, like Podbean. And we're also on Spotify and Amazon and Google Podcasts and Apple Podcasts and any other platform that ends in cast. We're there. And any platform that starts with pod, we're there. <laughs> Lord knows there's god awful amounts of them. <laughs> if I had, We don't even know about Yeah. If I had a nickel for every platform named Pod, <laughs> I'd have a shitload of nickels. But if you're on any of those platforms, we'll leave a five-star review because... We are a six-watt show, but they only let us use five. I'm not so big a crime that I'm not letting Stephen Avery out. So close. You thought you was going to go the whole episode without hearing some men out talk kind So very, very close. <laughs> go ahead. I was just saying, they didn't find all the evidence they could in the raw fall. There it is. <laughs> Damn it. Oh, <laughs> uh, if you want to buy some stuff, tpublic.com. For now. For now. That's right. Uh, search word Hop Nation USA, all one word. That'll get you into our store. Buy some stuff. Buy a t shirt. Buy a mask. Yeah. If you have bought stuff on Teespring, let me know what the quality is on that. I, I've heard maybe the quality isn't as good as T Public. And if that's the case, then we'll just stay on T Public. There you go. So let me know what's up. And then that's that. Yes. Yeah, so next week we'll do something else. Yeah. I don't, I don't know what we're going to do. Neither do I. I haven't planned. Neither do I. <laughs> so, all right. If you have an idea for guests, email us that too. <laughs> if you want to be a guest and you're good enough to be a guest. Yeah. If you want to be a guest, email us and then I'll put you through the ringer of some sort. <laughs> Unless we know you already. Unless we know you already, but have a microphone, have some headphones, so we don't feed back into your Zoom call. And a positive attitude. I guess. It's preferred. (laughs) If you want to talk to Adam. (laughs) Or you can go negative with me. 
Nah, we'll gang up on Adam. Nah, we're, we're, we're rising people up. We'll get him. Positivity in this world. <laughs> we need more positivity. <laughs> get him. <laughs> All right. Well, you can get me next week, and you can listen to us next week. Okay. We're done this week. Yeah. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.